<laughs> You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Do you love sci-fi, horror, and fantasy films? Then grab a badge for Otherworlds Film Festival, the country's premier sci-fi film festival. There will be Q&As, panels, parties, and mixers. Rub elbows with up-and-coming and established filmmakers, as well as like-minded filmgoers. Come celebrate our seventh year, December 3rd through 6th, at the Galaxy Highland in Austin, Texas. Badges are now for sale at otherworldsfilmfest.com. That's otherworldsfilmfest.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you want a fright this Halloween season, or just two hour and a half long dramas with not a lot of horror genre elements, then take a step into the Blum House. <laughs> so we are talking about two more films that are being released under the Welcome to the Blum House collection thing for Amazon Studios. We are talking about two films, Evil Eye and Nocturne. And before we get into the first one, we're going to cover Nocturne. I am Davey, and with me is Lowayne. Hey. And Adrian. Hello. And Doggett. Evil Doggett. (laughs) Oh, that's a twist I was not expecting, but I like it. All right, so... We are going to start with, as I mentioned, the film Nocturne. Um, the, I, I mean, they're not really in any particular order, but I suppose it's the fourth of the four. I'm not entirely sure, but... I don't know, man. I'm trying to figure out how they even decided to pair these together. Yeah, there's really no... Well, they're starring women. Sure, there you go. why not? The la- the lie starred women as well. Yeah, but I didn't watch those. So they don't. They don't yeah, but th- those it. are their own double feature, and this is supposed to be its own double feature as well. Which I don't know. Maybe it's not because I feel like this isn't really even most of the. I would say Evil Eye. I, I wouldn't even count that as horror. That's like a thriller. I most. Of, I think somebody mentioned earlier that it feels like a pair of dramas with some horror elements, and that's kind of how I felt about both both of them. So so real quick. Nocturne stars Sydney Sweeney as Juliet, a young woman who is in, like, baby whiplash school. Like, she's learning music, she's trying to get really good, but she's not as good as she wants to be. Her twin sister is way better than her and has kind of the life that she generally wants. And after the senior that was picked to perform this beautiful concerto dies under mysterious circumstances it seems like she probably took her own life juliet finds one of the dead girl's possessions this book with a lot of like occulty drawings in them 
and basically makes a Faustian bargain with something to become the ultimate piano player. But does she actually? Because that that Faustian bargain thing keeps coming up, and I'm like, but did she? Or is she just mean, high? It, it seems like it just kind of happened because she read what was on the book and because she figured out right. how to read what's on the book. I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's like... I don't know. It, it, it's kind of very bare bones how they do it, but I think it kind of works. At least it did for me. Well, one of the things right off the bat, just just to throw that out there, her dad literally looks at her, did you remember your pills? Oh, good. So she's got pills. Fantastic. I completely forgot about that because that yeah, has almost nothing to do with anything else in the movie. <laughs> Except that it might. There, well, yeah, I mean, the, it, they well, control because the drugs actually. they're talking about is propanolol. I can't pronounce yeah. it. Either way, it they they act like it's an anxiety medication, but it's not. And one of the side effects of it is hallucinations or nightmares and trouble sleeping. So there's another point where I'm like, so is any of this actually really a thing or is it just her? And they That's sort of so much dumber because not, not enough happens for that to even be an interesting point to the film for it to all just be in her imagination. Like right. very little happens in this movie, honestly. Well, it, it, but but there's very little that happens in it that you couldn't explain with the pills. And so the yeah. problem is. By introducing the pills, they now make it worse. Like if yeah. if if it was like, oh yeah, she found this notebook and she's totally got a deal with the devil going on. Great, but they yeah. keep swinging back and forth with it, and and even the end, I'm like, yeah, but I'm still not. I don't know. the The problem I had with this ultimately was, it maybe it's just and adrian maybe you have this experience watching a bunch of horror movies too you ever watch one and as soon as it starts you see the whole thing just spool out in your head like oh i know where all of this is gonna go because i i'm sorry go on no because i mean that's just where i went with this and i'm not gonna lie i also had a problem really caring about the machinations of ambitious rich white kids in an art school so i think that was the other problem i had i I, I do see what you mean, and I, and I feel like on any other day, this would be one of those movies for me. However, I I both like this and dislike this. Sure. I think some of it is kind of just dumb and a little too cheesy, but then it has certain things that are like, this is almost pre- like pretentious in a way that's charming it has moments where it's like okay this clearly wants to be like black swan and whiplash and maybe even like hereditary and then it also had moments where it's like oh this is kind of a sleazy 90s uh movie like they they go a certain direction with her character sure that reminded me of this movie called uh i think it's called tamara it's one of those like straight to dvd sleazy horror films and this this had an element that was like that that I wasn't expecting. I was pretty entertained throughout. I I think it has some disturbing imagery. I actually really love the well, actually no. I don't love the last shot. I love what the last shot could have been. And then they kind of kept going. But there's a moment right before the film ends where there's there's a a shot on something pretty disturbing. 
And like, I thought that was very effective. Like right um, before they pull far enough out for you to see. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. If if yeah. if, if they would have just stopped there, that would have been perfect. So, <laughs> so Adrian, basically this movie basically this movie indulged you. It gave you things you were interested in. <laughs> you're watch Adrian, you're watching this movie, drinking your white claw. <laughs> Uh, watching what the how, fuck are you talking about? Other half scares. <laughs> I, I, I kind of get what he means. Uh, no, I mean like, yeah. In a way, I do. I kind of get what you're saying. Uh, but I would say that this movie is kind of peak Blumhouse because it it clearly thinks it's better than it is. And I'll go with you it, there. Yep. It's very very self indulgent in all elements, but. I kind of liked it. I kind of <laughs> liked that it was being self-indulgent and thinking it was better than it was. Because at least of the of the four that we've seen, this one felt the most <laughs> to me like a movie. Like if it was by itself, um, it, it felt cinematic. And I actually like the, the way that most of it is filmed. The only thing I think I have a problem with is how they kind of show the whatever is taking over her, whatever is influencing her. It's it's just this light where it's like, yeah. okay, sure. I mean, I, I don't know how else you would have done it, but I feel like if you did something visual differently, it would have been better. But aside from that, I don't know. I, I didn't really have a problem with this. That's fair. I think another thing for me is that, and this isn't really the fault of the actresses who do a very fine job, but also they're very young and the entire movie is put on them. It kind of makes me think back to a film from last week's uh, dump of Blumhouse, of Welcome to the Blumhouse Films Black Box, where that movie would have completely fallen apart if it wasn't for the performances, where this film, I just don't think the actors are mature enough to handle this level of stuff. And that kind of doesn't give me a lot of the satisfaction. Well, to, 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 to what do you refer to is not really like... There's nothing too complicated going on on the screen. It's pretty, it's pretty childish when it comes down to it. It's like, oh, this yes, person... it's, it's childish. But there is a, especially with them trying to do kind of the balancing act of is it real, is it not? There's a gravitas to it that you kind of have to have. Like we're referencing Black Swan and Whiplash in movies that also only work because the performances are so mature and intense. And I just didn't really get that here and again i don't really blame the actresses for that oh wait were you were were you, were you guys on the fence that there was a supernatural element to this because to me there was nothing supernatural going on like i wanted there to be i w- i wanted i kept looking for clues of like please let there be something that's not just oh she went crazy because that is so nothing interesting happened that makes like oh she's crazy be anything other than like Okay, cool. Like, put her in a room for a little bit. There was nothing. There was nothing that interesting. When when you guys mentioned her medication, I completely missed that part. I I, I didn't even yeah, see that. I don't know too. if maybe I just didn't look at the screen at that time. So for me, it did feel like okay, yeah, this is something that's clearly supernatural in the same way as something like. I don't know. I would say like Hereditary does something where it's like, okay, it's following them and it's influencing the world around them and their actions and such. Sure. This is kind of like that. And, you know, we, we've been mentioning Black Swan and Whiplash especially, but I don't feel like this movie had to kind of 
live up to the standards of filmmaking in those movies. And I didn't think that the performances needed to be as good as in those movies because it's it's referencing them in the sense that it's just kind of copying because it knows that sure it's being self-indulgent. Yeah. I'd be mean, like, it's like we, we're not these movies, but we're going to pretend that we are a little bit. Adrian, do you want to take those into final thoughts on this one? Sure. I, I think uh, Sydney Sweeney, you know what? I think she does a pretty good job in this. Um, I would like to see more from her. She's in Euphoria and she's great in there too. And I think she really drives this movie. Uh, this is a fun, sleazy, pretentious horror movie that thinks it's better than what it is. And that makes it kind of charming to me. I, I dug everything that I saw. I did have a few problems, but in the same way, I have problems with other Blumhouse movies. It's just kind of stupid at some points. But either way, I think this was actually pretty spooky, and I, I dug it. I, I'm going to give this one um, four uh, scary smiles in the dark out of five. All right. Dug it? So the most expensive thing on the set was probably the piano. Okay. Going on to the rest, <laughs> the rest of my thoughts. I, have, I saw this movie as soon as we were able to watch it. And that was a few days ago, and I don't remember very much, besides like yeah. some some important like that that that's that that last shot you guys are referring to is the best part of the movie, and at the same time they they ruined it by the end, and that's kind of how I just feel about the entire thing. Like oh these this there are some nice things going on, but ultimately you convinced me of nothing you were trying to go for. And that's a shame, but I do I did enjoy it to an extent that I would probably give it six out of ten evil twins. Alright. Luane. <laughs> um This movie has some great visuals, um, great sound design, has an interesting use of music. There there are positives to it. Visually it's great. Um but I think they're just weird little things that that kind of I don't know sort of irritate me about it. The yeah. the pills thing wouldn't have been such a big deal if it hadn't been like if that had just not been an issue, and I was definitely along for a supernatural ride. Okay, sure, fine. Um, I don't know. It's I don't hate it. I just it didn't. I I. I really wish I could have appreciated it at the sleazy level that, that Adrian mentions, but it just mostly was like, I mean, this looks cool, but get to the end that I already know is coming in. Awesome. You got to that end and it was the thing I saw coming. And then you like needed to cut like 30 seconds before you did. Um, yeah. It gets points for looking good and sounding good. The acting's fine enough. Uh, 2.5 out of five sketches. Yeah, I'm I'm basically on the same boat with Luane. It's just I just didn't find it very fun or very interesting, honestly. I wanted stuff to happen. I agree that it's pretentious, but I don't think there's really any meaning behind the pretense. I think about like musical based like genre films and it brings me back to Grand Piano which is an awesome movie that is super sleazy and super stupid. And maybe I wanted something a little higher octane, but I just felt this was so dry and didn't have enough going on to balance the fact that it 
really just bored me for the most part. I don't hate it. And uh, you guys are right. It is pretty to look at. And I know I was ragging on the performances earlier, but they're not bad. I just don't think they were directed terribly well. Uh, you mentioned the Euphoria connection. Sam Levinson knows how to get great performances out of these talented young actors. And I think this director just didn't. So I give this four out of 10 pills that I didn't remember. And now we have to move on to Evil Eye. So Evil Eye is based on an audible original audio play. And it stars Sarita Chowdhury, Sunita Mani as a mother and daughter pair as Usha and Pallavi. And Pallavi is in America and her mother Usha is trying to set her up with some nice boy so that she can get married because she's about to be in her 30s and it's starting to freak her mom out. And one day Pallavi meets this very nice, very handsome man named Sandeep who her mother is convinced has some form of a connection to a dead abusive ex-boyfriend from her past. And this was the one of all of these, of both in this set and of the four Welcome to the Blumhouse films that are being released this month that I really enjoyed. So what about y'all? What did you guys think of Evil Eye? I think this is the best version, and, and I do genuinely mean this as a compliment. I, this is the best version of a soap opera that I've seen in a while. Because it yeah. has that kind of like, this drama is kind of trashy but i'm into it like i'm digging everything that i'm seeing and like ooh, ooh, what are they gonna say next what horrible thing are they gonna say to each other yeah like, I, I love that I, yeah. i'm all for that um and then it has this like very interesting supernatural level to it where you're not sure if if if, if this really is this guy from the past reincarnated um or if it's just you know it's just a nice guy, uh, yeah. it it also doesn't help or it, I mean I mean it also doesn't hurt and this is also what kind of makes it feel like a soap opera. It has just literally the most beautiful people in the world. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Every everybody. Adrian, Adrian, we don't we don't we don't, we don't gotta fool anybody. There's a reason we love this movie, and I'll just go out. I'll go ahead and say it. It stars oh brown God. people. Hell no, yeah! It should About be said time. that Doggett is also a person of color. It's not just like some weird <laughs> dog. It. Yeah, Come how on. fucked up would it be if me or Lewayne went on that tirade? <laughs> that that would be kind of funny. That would be funny <laughs> in well. the in the in the worst way. But uh, <laughs> but to kind of like finish off my point, I I dig this. I I think it's uh, it's actually a really fun, even though it shouldn't be. It, it's it's a really fun movie. Yeah. Um, and I also love. Hey, put Sunita Mani in more things. She was just in save yourselves and they they kind of like just make her look like a regular hipster in that movie to the point where they glam her up so much in this that i didn't even realize that was her and she's great in this oh yeah 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 this this is like the opposite for me of nocturne i mean visually it's bright it's colorful i'm engaged with all of the characters even if it gets a little soap opera, I I at least actually care what happens to them. Yeah, and and unlike with Nocturne, where they we we introduce pills 
in order to express doubt in in the the one character in this there's this concern about the mom but there's reasons for it that make sense and yeah. there are these things that she sees and experiences that as you realize further along are actual memories that that give weight to both her concern and her daughter's concern about her her perception and her sanity that actually make sense and feel genuine as opposed to she's on pills. Um, and yeah, everybody in this cast looks fantastic. Their performances are great. Um, her, I, I adore her dad. He's the, her the, dad is so, so wholesome too. He's like he's just so guy. badly, trying to keep everything together like everyone every character in this movie is trying their best and that is something that we really don't see a lot in these type of like drama horror thriller films where every every person is a human likable character with yes. flaws and it just it makes it so much better <laughs> the, the the dad was the least annoying version of a character that goes it can't it, no it can't be supernatural but 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 what about science so i i actually really enjoyed the the uh the horror element of this which was the supernatural uh element of this which was you don't you don't you you're, you're you're not going to kill evil. It's always going to come back. The best you can do is prepare the next generation for it. Yeah. Yeah, this ends up having a a really good message. Uh it, it's it's interesting where like the, the the first two Blumhouse films that we got they felt like they were a part of a anthology series kind of like Black Mirror. Um, I actually really like the second half of the Blumhouse because it feels like they're giving indie directors and foreign directors as well who maybe won't get an opportunity like this, and they're showcasing them. And I'm I'm all for that because the the film the filmmaking in this movie in particular, it's really well done while still being kind of unique for a movie like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. All all the locations are stunning. Uh, the the set design for the different places like it, it feels it it does kind of feel a little soap opery at times but like i said i mean that really in the best way like this is appealing to look at this is um interesting in the way it's shot and edited especially when they're going like when especially when they're visualizing the mother's trauma that she's been through yeah. it's it's cut so fast that it it it's it's like you got knocked in the head too and you're like oh shit yeah. what what happened um the only thing that i as much as i want to praise this movie i think the guy who plays sundeep was the weakest element of it i don't think his I acting concur. is I on agree, par but i don't think he was bad i think he was just not as good as everyone else he he wasn't as layered as everybody else was yeah, I don't know. I I maybe, but I think both uh, Sarita Chowdhury and Sunita Mani were just so good that oh, absolutely, it, oh, yeah. it, it really agree. is noticeable when someone is not. But yeah, I, they, I can understand what you're saying though because in a horror movie, the monster of the film, it's it's kind of shitty. Whatever, it's just a monster. We kind of we kind of we kind of want to feel something about this thing and. He didn't really elicit emotions besides anger. 
Oh, he was an asshole hanging out in a coffee shop. You knew he was a supervillain. <laughs> I hang out in coffee shops. It got quiet. <laughs> yeah, Daga got real quiet as he's calling 911 right now. <laughs> he's I mean, like, get me out of this fucking review. I'm going to die. I think Daga just kind of has a, a white person radar, and it's always like, I'm going to dial 9 and 1, and if I need to, I'll dial 1 again. <laughs> getting the cops involved <laughs> yeah that's that's true that that's the white people radar right there is calling the cops on shit <laughs> what were you we talking about oh right movies the movie so yeah. we should probably go ahead and head into our final thoughts on this so dog it would you like to go into your final thoughts before you have me arrested oh man i love this movie i think any, i think this is a fun movie to watch i think this is the easiest one of the two we watched that you can show to another person and they'll enjoy yeah. it as well they will just stare at you angrily watching somebody play the piano. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 I wasn't going to say like that, but Adrian had a point. There's a trashy element to this that I fucking enjoy. Yeah. And I can't wait till it comes out. I'm going to show this to my mom, my sisters, and then they're going to talk about all the shitty men they've known yeah, in their lives. Will. And I'm, I'm going to get really sad. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. I'm going to give this a strong... Uh, nine out of ten shots of inside the womb. <laughs> All right, Luane. Yeah, like I said, this is this was like the polar opposite of Nocturne for me. Um, I I've seen three of the four of the Welcome to the Blumhouse shows so far, and this is by far my favorite. Um. For all the reasons yeah. that I've already given, that it looks great, it sounds great. I love the cast, even the villain. Even though his performance, he does sort of stand out compared to everybody else. Um, but overall, this is four out of five past lives. Nice, Adrian. And if you and because I know you saw all four, if you want to rank all sure four, sure thing. Uh, let's see. Let's rank. Uh, number one probably would be for sure evil eye then i would say nocturne and then black box and i think that's where it ends because i don't even remember seeing a fourth one <laughs> um but to kind of get into it i i, I did really dig this even though nocturne does kind of have my heart for the reasons that i listed this is definitely the better of the two and this is probably the most accessible one. And it, it's also a reminder that, you know what? Blumhouse makes good Blumhouse movies. But then they also make good movies, too. This is just a genuinely good film. Um, I don't know if it's a horror movie. And I don't know if this is a if this is good for your Halloween watching. Uh, but if you, if, no. if, if you like a thriller that has a kind of supernatural twist... Um, this is great. This has great performances. Uh, the the even the music is good because usually it's just kind of a score in a can, but this has a good soundtrack. Uh, you know what? So does Nocturne. But anyway, uh, I dug this, and I think pretty much anyone who likes Blumhouse films will, and anyone who likes thrillers will as well. So I'm gonna give this um, four and a half uh, curry powder in the eye. God, that looked like that stung oh, out of five. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 with y'all. Uh, my yeah. ranking would be Evil Eye, then Black Box, then Nocturne, and then the shit I took this morning, and then the <laughs> lie. So, so yeah, Evil Eye is 
by far the best one and is the only one that I will pretty much without hesitation recommend to people. And I know they're releasing four more films in 2021 under this banner. If there are films like this, then I am absolutely going to sign up for those reviews because holy shit, this movie's really good. It's clever. It The acting is really good for the most part. Again, the two lead performances are both stellar. And I just, I was not expecting a lot from this, especially because it's based off of an audible original drama. But I just got sucked into this and was really glued to my screen. I I was really surprised by how good this was. So I am going to give it 8 out of 10 blue earrings. Even the final shot of this movie is kind of scary to me. And it makes me think. Yeah, about, it, it gets a it gets a little it gets a little spooky. Even, but I'm thinking back at Nocturne at the, at the final shot they were trying to do, and I and I understand what they're doing, but as they were panning out and slowly destroying whatever goodwill they they had with me, <laughs> all I can imagine, all I can imagine was Martin Thomas in the background shouting, "You could have been a hero, but you blew it." 